we would be honored if you would join us. Alright everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio, where we are here live from the Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves live event. Wow. Yeah. That is right. Oh, I'm so excited. These thieves have honor? They do. We are, we're, because of this, I actually, I, I thought about this really for a while, and I, I'm going to do this before we, we do something, but for those of you that don't realize, there was another voice that hasn't been with us for quite a while. Mm. Oh. Yes. Uh, he may have, he may have finally picked the lock of his, <laughs> of the chest he's been hidden in for a while. Matt, thank you for letting me out of the <laughs> chest. It's a big movie day. Yes. He made yes, a successful reflex save, then used his lock peeking skill, rolling nat 20. So did say I lock peeking? Exactly he did say lock peeking. Well, to be fair, I did that. peek first. Yes, he did yes, peek. He did. <laughs> that, that's the skill where you peek through the keyhole, the seams on the other side. Yes. Mm. yes you're, uh, unfortunately, you're going to have to talk right into the mic. You're going to have to eat this yes. thing. It's true. Um, but very but you know what? It's okay because the joke peaked anyway. Yes, it did. <laughs> It did. So, All right. So uh, because of this, uh, before we jump into our, our topic at hand, there is actually something that I want to do. Uh, first off, um, we'll start with Alton. So okay. Alton, you know, so we, we are a merry band, and Alton is our wizard. He is the man that knows everything when it comes to D&D. He knows rules. He knows so many different things. He is the wizard of our merry band. Mm, that's a lot of pressure. Yes, it is. Now, now because Krebs is a, is a thespian. That's me. He is the bard of our group. I make plans that fail. He does. And not only that, he does it in style. Heck yes. So, And then with Matai, I, I put a lot of thought into this. You are our cleric. You heal us through bad dad jokes. Truth. <laughs> that, that is your magical gift. Embrace and then I, the healing power. But he refuses yes. to heal us from bad dad jokes. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> but it, it at least nourishes our souls, at least for a little bit. And then I'm just the jack-of-all-trades rogue that just does a little bit of everything. Okay, I yeah, can I dig like in. It. I thought yeah. you were gonna go. I, I still think that your class is DM. Okay, I, I could do that, but that's not really a class. No, but it is if you play it right. Okay. Mm. Now Fair I will. Enough. I will point out that if that's our, our our party configuration, then that means that the Krebs brothers are our tanks, and uh, <laughs> I expect you guys to take some serious damage on our behalf, please. Yes. And I have a mandolin. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, like for slicing carrots? Uh, yes, both both, <laughs> both kinds of mandolin. Very he, dangerous. See, he can play it, but on the backside, he can just rub some you know, uh, vegetables over the top of it, and we got nice slices. Multi tools. They yes. just don't make them like they used to. No, Julian they don't. Fries, and I, <laughs> I, I yes. have a mandolin helmet. Ooh. Yeah, one of those <laughs> kinds. Uh, the Beskar steel mandolin. Oh, Matthew, <laughs> you're talking about the Disney show The Mandolin. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Yes. Oh boy! Oh, these jokes are slicing me so deep, guys. Oh Come on, God. we got We got to move Alton. forward because tonight is a very important night. It is. It is a huge night. There has not been a good Dungeons and Dragons movie ever. E- ever could this be the first? I really want to hear what everybody's thoughts are. I really hope so. The last good D and D production was a cartoon from the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, which oh, actually, so if you go to Walmart, you can actually buy action figures from that cartoon now. Yeah, yeah. it's true. But uh, the other the other trick with all of this is, you know, we've been milling around the Larry H. Miller Megaplex theaters yes. uh, out at Jordan Commons. And uh, we've talked with a couple of the employees here. And many of them who have not played D&D have actually seen the film multiple times. They say it's pretty good. That's good to hear. What have you guys been hearing? Uh, I mean, so far, I, I've heard good reviews about it. I mean, you can't go wrong. I, okay. 
at least from what we've seen in the trailer, you've got Chris Pine, which is a, a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. I hear he's all right. Uh, yeah, you, you have Michelle Rodriguez. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you have uh, Hugh Jackman. No, Hugh Jackman's no, not no, in this. Hugh Grant. <laughs> it's Hugh Grant. Ah, <laughs> oh, fine. Okay, uh, we'll take the other know, one then. He's he's definitely gotten older. Uh, I'm sorry, Hugh. I, I should apologize. That but, was a very mean <laughs> joke. But uh, you know, I, I just saw him in Operation Fortune, and he was fantastic in that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's going to be, and he was kind of the villain in that. So it'd be nice to see him kind of reprise that role. And honestly, I mean. So far, from what we've seen in the trailer, it looks good. Mm-hmm. We've got a good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's also being fun and silly. Mm-hmm. Where And it's not taking itself seriously, which I think, I mean, that's pretty much how it is yeah. at the gaming table. It's fun and silly at times. Uh, so I, I hope they got the right mechanics going on in this movie. Very much agree. And I've heard a lot of good things about the effects and the score as yeah. well. Like, apparently, the sound work in this film is really good. So I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of things, but I know that we're going to do a whole bunch of like crowd work and get out yeah. and interview people and things like that. So before we get too deep into this, I do want to ask everybody one at a time, like what's the thing that you want to see the most out of a D&D film? Mm. Now that we are in the age of modern technology with good actors and everything else, what's the thing that you're hoping to see tonight? A four-legged dragon. A four-legged <laughs> dragon. <laughs> because dragons have four legs. Okay. Okay. So, Josh Krebs. Yes. Do tell me, what are you looking forward to most in this film? What are you hoping to see in this film? I want to see that incredible natural twenty moment mm-hmm. where the group is in dire circumstances, and there's some incredible heroic feat that mm-hmm. occurs, and it is a nat twenty action translated onto screen. Yeah. That's what I want to see. See, it's funny that you say that because mine is I want to see a nat one, and I want them to crack a really good joke about. This never happens. Like, how is that even possible? That would be awesome. <laughs> this doesn't usually happen to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Matt. And it has to be from Chris Pine. You guys have stolen all of my answers. I had I had three of them. Guess what my top three were? A good dragon, a nat 20, and a nat 1. That what sounds right. What is up with you guys? That sounds okay. right. What about I, like some... like we're brothers. This is what I get for failing my initiative. Yes. Uh, yes. What I, about like some really good spell... Some really good spell casting? Oh, we've got uh, Michelle Rodriguez as a barbarian. I yes. want to see what happens when you get the barbarian rage. Ooh. I want to see her rage out. Mm. I think she can do it. I mean, with everything she's done in Fast and the Furious, fighting. I want, like, Lou Ferrigno, you know, bursting through the shirt, green skin. Yeah. No, not quite that. I, I think what I've been impressed with going into this is that in the trailer, if you watch carefully, sometimes not so carefully, they have signature D&D icons. In the, mm. they, you have the gelatinous cube. I think there's a beholder in there somewhere. You have a mimic. You have an owlbear. You, you have some of the popular classes, some of the popular races. Oh, it's, they're not called races anymore. Mm. They species. are species. Species. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I love the owlbear. I can't wait to see the owlbear. The owlbear is awesome. I, I think what they've done in terms of fan service, just in the small clip that we see in the trailer gives me high hopes that this film is going to be a phenomenal D&D piece. Yes. Yeah. I'm definitely curious to see how it goes. And uh, we're going to be talking to a lot more people tonight. So what are some of the questions that we're going to be asking people tonight? Well, hopefully we get them to spin the wheel and they can answer a bevy of questions around a whole bunch of topics. But for D&D, I definitely like the question of if you have someone who's a couple, ask them what the real life class is of the other person. Truth. And if they're just by themselves, ask them what class they think they are. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you who are following along at home, 
We are probably going to sprinkle in a couple of our favorite questions, but if you really want to see the full content, make sure to keep your ears peeled because we're going to be posting more content that we record than we plan on putting into this particular episode, lest we burn out your listening ears. Very much so. All right. Too much awesome. So So, the show is about to begin. Yeah. Are there? What we're going to do, folks, is you're going to just be hearing one unanimous episode but we're going to stop here if you have not seen the show and you don't want us to spoil it this is the time to stop <laughs> when we come back we will have witnessed this and we'll tell you whether it was actually absolutely. D&D or not absolutely all right so here we go then that's it all we're right. going to go into the dungeon and maybe we'll come out may it be epic and not suck deal what a profound joy it is to welcome you the good people of Neverwinter to the resumption of the High Sun Game. All right, guys. Welcome back, listeners, because we have just set through Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. For you listeners, right now, we've already given you the warning. We are back. We've seen the film. And now, if you listen beyond this point, it's at your own peril. <laughs> At this point. In the immortal words of Radiohead, you do it to yourself. Yes. Uh, <laughs> at this point, it is fully spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert. In the words Damn. of Red Hot Chili Peppers, we're going to give it away, give it away, give it away now. Yes. We're going to give it away now. We are giving Dan, it away now. Dan, Dan. Yes. What did you think? So, I, 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 I saw something in this film that I never, ever thought I ever wanted in life. Oh, yes? And that is a pudgy dragon. (laughs) It really was nice of Hasbro to give themselves a little cameo in the film. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys. Oh, yes. It's like a dragon and a corgi had an idea. (laughs) Um, A very fat idea. (laughs) Yes. But wait, but, but. Oh, my gosh. What did you think of the movie? No, it. So, okay, I have seen every Dungeons & Dragons film. Yes, you have. This is the fifth so one. Sorry. There, so there have been four other Dungeons & Dragons movies. Only one actually came to theaters. The rest were, like, straight to DVD. Um, I sat through all of them. It was horrible. You're a brave, brave man. Um, hmm. This Either that or he's got a problem and we need an intervention. Yeah. This <laughs> was probably the closest thing I have ever seen on film to an actual D&D campaign. Yes. Yeah. It was funny. It was enjoyable. There was peril. There was... I mean, it's, it's everything you want in a story. Yeah. I mean, and, and we definitely saw some ones rolled. <laughs> we definitely saw some 20s. Mm-hmm. And it was really well done. I, I'm very impressed with this film. Awesome. Awesome. Alton. Okay, so this is where normally Bright and Cherry Alton is always the guy who's like, no, we can like everything, has to come in and be like... It was good. I don't think it was amazing. I do think that as far as a D&D film goes... I don't know if your microphone's on. Is it? It is absolutely on. Then maybe it's just me. Go ahead. I'm sorry, go on. Okay, as far well, as D&D goes... As, as far as a D&D film goes, it is far and away the best D&D film that has ever existed. Yeah, here, here. Easily. easily. Um, and it was still a very good film. I do think people should go watch it. Yes. There are some things that bothered me as somebody who spends a lot of time sitting in story theory and things like that. But at the same time, 
knowing that a lot of players are going to come and watch this film, or even potential players are going to come and watch this film to try to get an idea of what a good Dungeons & Dragons session could be, what a good adventure could be, I think it hit the marks. Yeah. And, and that is probably more important, which to me says that they understood what their objective was, they aimed yes. for that objective, they hit it square on the head. Good for them. We're not trying to get an Oscar-winning film here. Correct. We're trying to get a rollicking good adventure that's going to get people excited about a game that we all love and is going to encourage people to go and tell their own stories. Yes. Because it's going to play out that way that we've always seen it in our heads for the first time on screen. Yes. And that is a blessing. Well, and, and I agree. There were some, some issues, mm-hmm. but it wasn't enough to distract from Absolutely. the overall story and the fun of the film. Yeah, no, it, it, was, it was a fantastic time. And yes, the sound design was great. Yes, the yes. The design was great. The VFX were really, really good. Mm-hmm. And there was not like major problems with the story that prevented it from being cohesive and making sense of being a good time. And especially because they did what every dungeon master ends up running into at some point, which is we've got to introduce the backstories of all of our characters and show that they have a reason to be here and things yeah. like that. They still did so in a way that was lighthearted and cohesive while still establishing that stakes existed. Yeah. And yeah. that it was really going to matter whether this worked or not. Yes. It wasn't all just, we're saving the whole world. It, some things were very personal and some things really had life or death stakes for the entire city. It's fantastic. I, I really love it. Matt, what do you think? Well, I learned a few things in this movie. For example, do you know how to get a D&D player to go out with you? Oh, tell me. You ask him for a D8. Oh, Matthew. <laughs> oh, Matthew. <laughs> and there were some other things I really liked about the movie, too. <laughs> well, well, you see, it's funny that you asked that, though, because do you know what a bard's biggest weakness is? Well, oh, dear. Tell me. He can trip. Yeah, that, that, that could be an occupational hazard. But, but this film certainly did, so please go ahead. <laughs> uh, so glad to have you here, Alton. Um, <laughs> here's, I think, where this movie succeeds, where previous movies have failed. They had respect for the source material. Yes, Absolutely. And this has been the big problem in movies through the 80s and 90s. They kept wanting to remake and ignore the source material that made this IP popular. And now we're seeing more fantasy, more sci-fi, and now we've got games, video yeah. games and, yep. and board uh, tabletop games like this, where they're respecting the source material. You had place names that come from the books. Oh, yeah. You had people, you had um, spells, you had a, a number of creatures and a number of things um, that come straight from the manuals. This is fantastic. There were so many Easter eggs, and that's what gets your fan base hyped up. You're, you made this movie because it's got a fan base. You want to bring them in and their friends. This is a fantastic way to do it. Uh, and I thought they really succeeded in that. And there was a particular cameo from the only other D&D franchise uh, mm-hmm. media <laughs> that I just absolutely love. Yes. And uh, Krebs and I were just sitting there kind of squeeing a little bit in our seats. Oh, man. I was when, we saw them. when I saw them. I was clapping yes. out loud. Yes. When you asked earlier, what's one thing you really want to see in this movie? I had forgotten that a few days ago I had made some comment, and I'm trying to remember if it was to my wife or to Matthew or to someone, but I made a comment that I wanted to see some cameo appearance or, or some reference to the original 1980s D&D cartoon yes. in mm. this movie. And they, didn't, they, they did it once, and I was like, this is fantastic. 
and then they appeared again, and, and then again. they appeared again, and I was like, oh my gosh, I am so thrilled with yes. this right now. I was, I was ecstatic. And then the whole joke of like, yeah, so you made it up, but then you're just going to have to do it again the next day and the next day. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So, and if anybody uh, like me absolutely loves the 1980s cartoon, uh, this movie, great homage to it. But there's also a, a car ad out there, and I believe you can find it on YouTube. I believe it's German. Yeah. And they, uh, it's, an, it's another live action, uh, very faithful adaptation of the uh, cartoon characters, but this time in live action. I thought it was a great commercial, so look that up on YouTube if you like them. Cool. Yeah, it was. It was, I think it was actually like a recreation of the intro to the the show or something. Yeah, like that. Avenger was and, there too, and it was yeah. brilliantly well done and extremely faithful. Yes. So then, here's my question: Outside of that, what was everybody's favorite reference that they saw in the film? Whether that's an Easter egg or whether it's just like a representation of something that you've always wanted to see in live action. Oh man! You know, I really loved how they did the Underdark. Mm-hmm. That's something that we really haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting the way they went, but it was like, we really got to see the Underdark, and we got to see a giant city under there. Now, was it a drow city? We don't know. Was it a mind flare city? Who knows? But it was really cool to see that at least put into the film and have some sort of vision of that. I really wish we could have seen some drow elves. That would have mm-hmm. been amazing. But, uh, you know. They're just saving that for Bob. They, you, you know it's happening. Probably. Um, and the other great thing is the magic wasn't overly done. They did yeah. it very simplistic in a way that looked real. Yeah. It wasn't hokey. It wasn't over the top, but it still was very present. Absolutely. Okay. Matt, what was your favorite? Uh, two things. One, we discussed a little while ago how playing a paladin, nobody ever does it right. Yeah. I think they nailed a paladin in this one. I, really I love that good. it was his character trait that when he walked, he walked in a straight line. Oh, my God. No deviation. <laughs> and, and they joke about it, but that is so pally. Yes, right? it is. Well, and it was written exactly like every Hokie NPC that I put into an adventure just to, like, give my players a hint where it's like, <laughs> no, we're just, this is the thing. That's all there is. Other than this movie, there's only one other place i've seen a paladin portrayed well and that was the gamers dorkness rising the dork okay that was something i wanted to talk about earlier too was gamers dorkness rising prior to this film was the best D film ever made yeah <laughs> it is a good one the other thing i liked is the most famous and iconic D image is a red dragon crawling down his horde towards the adventurers oh. <laughs> and yeah, we didn't get that one and we've got and, and this movie it um, it hinted at that. <laughs> There's a red dragon in here that will be unforgettable. Let me just say that. Oh. I wonder how Larry Elmore would feel about seeing that on the screen. Oh, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, for me, something that, you know, as, aside from the 80s cartoon characters, that was my favorite, of course, but um, the like, like actually all of the classic creatures that have been around, I think, since Gygax's day. Yeah, um, they were in there. I think my favorite of all of them, they were all great, but my favorite of all of them was the gelatinous cube. Well, no, but the ones that were in there the were ones all were in, in his there. original I thought there was, source, yeah, source material. It makes me wonder if there's a deleted yeah. scene with a beholder, because I thought there was going to be a beholder in this. But yeah. that aside, the way they represented gelatinous cube, that was phenomenal. That yeah, was, was beautiful. Excellent. It, it gave it legitimacy. And mm-hmm. I love the Displacer Beast. It yeah. was very, very real, not hokey like we got in the uh, 
the what was it 3.5 monster manual where it looked like it, it was very malnourished this one yeah. looked like a black a sleek black panther with an extra set of legs and the tentacles um mm. much like i you know i was used to in second edition and in uh first edition mm. so it was really nice to see that representation on screen looking healthy there's, and strong there's one reference that i particularly loved and i also want to call it out as being something that was well executed from a story theory perspective so uh the main sorcerer character of the group he lets drop very early on that you know he's the great great grandson of elminster yeah. And I'm like, okay, like, yeah, they got to have some tie into the classic character, whatever, yeah. right? But then you actually get to see him. And I'm like, that, yeah, okay, very good. Yeah. It's not quite Chekhov's gunny, but the whole point is that, like, just saying, yeah, I'm related to this famous person from the intellectual property that yeah. you're here to see, <laughs> haha, and not doing anything with it is really lame. The fact that it became not only a pivotal point in the story, but that it actually was meaningful in the sense of, not only do I come from that, but I have to overcome that. I thought that was really beautiful. And you know, something else that I saw represented extremely well, this kind of, th this falls in line with what you guys were saying about the pally and all that stuff. Mm. They had a barbarian who was extremely good at combat and very strong, but it is sort of the stereotypical build that they're not so bright. Yeah. But you can very easily go down that tropish rabbit hole of like, duh, where'd he go, George? You know, you don't want to do that because it makes it like, it's not just, it's not just unintelligent, it's vapid, it's empty, it's hollow, right? Yeah. But the way that Michelle Rodriguez uh, portrayed the barbarian and the things that she said and when she said them was a perfect balance of not being very wise, but being very involved. Yeah. And I thought that that was absolutely hilarious. I actually loved how they wrote her character. I mean, yes. A, a dumbbell, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're not microwavably safe. There was still a lot of personality there and a lot of feeling. There was character. Yeah. Yeah, wholeheartedly agree. Absolutely. I loved that representation. I, I was yes. transfixed by her performance the whole time. Well, I, and the other great thing is we got to see a lot of really great places. It starts out in Icewind Dale. Mm -hmm. You know, as soon as I saw someone, that's got to be Icewind Dale. And then, of course, we see the map and it does confirm that. You know, and then we do see Waterdeep. And. At Neverwinter, so it's really fantastic. So, um, so yeah. So, anyways, yeah, absolutely loved it. Anyway, so this is where we've got to go up and down the table. We'll start with Matt. Should people see this film? One hundred percent, yes, absolutely. Even if you're not a D and D fan, if you, it, it, this is worth seeing. I mean, for Chris Pine alone. But, oh, yeah. but anybody that has a little bit of uh, geek geekness in them, mm. totally worth it. Also, I do want to take this opportunity to apologize to Hugh Grant. You did an <laughs> excellent job. Yes, you did. I should not have cracked that joke about you being the lesser Hugh. Well, well done, sir. Yes. He may not be Hugh Jackman, but he's a regular sized Ackman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's a regular sized Ackman. Yes. So, Overall, I, th I think fantastic movie. Should I will people see it. see it again? Yeah. You'll see it again? Yep. Sweet. I will see it again tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> well, so everybody and their dog has invited me to come out and see this thing. So I know I'm seeing it at least a few more times. After a few more watch through, I'll give you guys some additional thoughts and see if there's anything else that. that I just didn't quite catch the first time around. But 
I actually really enjoyed it. This is probably one that I'm going to purchase for my own library and use as source material when I have players ask me, so what's a game of Dungeons and Dragons like? Yeah. So, you know, you have someone who's expert like Alton and Daniel, all the way down to someone like me who's aware but not steeped in it. And all of us enjoyed and benefited from viewing this movie. Yes. Now, if you don't believe us... The great thing is we got a bunch of recordings from our, our listeners. Well, we asked and, a bunch of people. And a bunch of people that came out of the, the film. So uh, we'll let you decide and hear what their responses were. Okay, Simon, how does this work? All right. Once the dead man is revived, we can ask him five questions, at which point he will die again, mm-hmm. never to be re-revived. Why five questions? I don't know. That's just how it works. It seems arbitrary. Can we get on with this, please? You guys just got out of D&D Honor Among Thieves. How'd you feel when? I feel it felt like my D&D group uh-huh. failed forward so damn hard. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> you fail, but it, it just happens to work out so good. It was so amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you agree with this sentiment? Oh, there? yeah, absolutely. It was brilliant. I okay. loved it. <laughs> so what's your favorite thing about D&D that came into the film for you? The owlbear. The owlbear. <laughs> I loved the owlbear. I mean, all of it was great. The bards and everything. I love it. So it sounds like both of you are veteran D&D players. How long have you been playing? Uh, I'm 40, uh, 25 years. 25 years, excellent. I have no idea how long. Probably the last five years or so I got into it, so. Okay, excellent. Part of the reason. So what was, what was your favorite reference in the film? Um, my favorite thing in the film was the fat-ass dragon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it couldn't tell. I was there with all the friends that couldn't stop laughing, and then I even cried right at the end with the sad moment that happened in the end, and that made me cry, and then I went right back to laughing again. It was great. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. love it. Okay, do you recommend anybody sees this film? Uh, yes. Everybody, especially people who pick for the award ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely love it. Okay, thank you guys so yep, much. Yep, yep. And you, sir, what did you think of this movie? I thought it was actually really good. I really liked how they kind of took off of all the Dungeons & Dragons like ideas. Yet they threw in some new things that I actually, like, a lot of people complained in the trailer when they saw the owl bear and, like, all the other things. Me, I sat there and I'm like, the owl bear seems like a, like, their own little creation that they kind of threw in there. As with other, like, actual, like, DMs and everything, they create their own things and they throw them in there sometimes. Right. But along with that, they also have the, the traditional monsters, like dragons, skeletons, everything. And so with me being like, well, they're just throwing something in there that they thought would be a really cool idea. I honestly thought it was good. Movie, I'd give it a solid, you know, 8 out of 10. Awesome, awesome. Glad to hear it. Did you see any of the previous D&D movies? Okay, I saw the. <laughs> okay, I saw I saw the one from like the '90s, mm-hmm. and honestly, I sat there and I'm like, this is the only done like. Okay, I was born in the '90s, so I saw when I was in. So I saw in the 2000s, and I said, this is the D and D movie that we get. Like, I I I want something better, you know. And then when I heard that they were make, that they were doing another Dungeons and Dragons movie, I went, okay, oh like. I'm not sure if it's going to be exactly what I want it to be. Right. But then when I saw the trailer, I went, okay, they're working a bit harder on it than they did with this other one. Absolutely. <laughs> so I was blown away by seeing it being like, that was definitely better than the, than the other one I saw. Fantastic. Well, thank you so very much. Really appreciate your time. Glad you enjoyed the movie. Yeah, no problem. You guys just got done watching D&D Honor Among Thieves. Yeah. What do you thought? I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah absolutely good. This guy plays D&D too. 
But, uh, I mean, I thought uh, it, it felt pretty realistic to be in the, you know, running in there, uh, conjuring up the undead and having absolutely no no idea what to ask them. Um, super impromptu. I don't know. I, I thought it was a, a good level of uh, comedy, a good level of uh, art direction as well. I mean, it's kind of hard to go with fantasy and try to find out a direction that you want to go. But uh, the Iraq oh, yeah. that we had, I think it was an Iraq trial, right? The, the one of the judges. Yeah. 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 Perfect animatronic, weird-looking Araka crowd. That was that was awesome. Absolutely um, love it. Yeah, no, I love the art direction. I, I really hope they come up with another one. Cool. So, it sounds like you played D and D before. Yeah. How long have you been playing? God, it's been five years. Five years. <laughs> this is my DM right here. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Cool. Yeah, we're uh, battling with the Sword Coast right now. Uh, back and forth between uh, Icewind Dale and uh, down to Neverwinter, here. Over and over. <laughs> what was your favorite thing that you recognized from the film? Owlbear. Okay. Owlbear. One of my first characters was a bard, and I was absolutely useless until I rolled a D20 and tamed an owlbear, and that was the only way I could be confident in battle. So it was really cool to be an owlbear. Absolutely. One of my favorite creatures by far. Deal. Bells? Oh. Nice. Yeah. So, should people see the film? Absolutely. You like D&D, I think, 100%. Cool. Highly recommend Deal. Thank you very much, guys. Jay, tell me what you thought about the movie. I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah. a lot of fun. Um, I don't know, just very, very funny. At everything and the world was awesome. I just wanted to live in it. You know, <laughs> pretty so, cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. What's your name? Oh, Lauren. Lauren, what'd you think? Uh, I thought it was awesome. My sister's really big into Dungeons and Dragons, and I've seen some D twenty stuff, and so it was cool to see it like fully realized. I don't. I mean, it makes me want to sit in on some sessions or at least pull up YouTube again to watch some more. It's just such a cool world. You guys just got out of D&D, Honor Among Thieves. What'd you think? Oh, it was awesome. I was really trying to figure out how they were going to incorporate like things of the game into it. Mm-hmm. And the arena at the end really just brought it home. Really cool. What did you think? Oh, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. What was your favorite part? Honestly, the dragon. That was hilarious. Great digging. The grave digging. Yeah. It's a fun thing to be able to speak to the dead a little bit and have a little bit of fun with it. Yeah. So, here's the other important question. Are you going to see it again? We actually might with a couple of our friends. So, oh, yeah, we tried to invite them tonight, but they responded too late. Uh, no worries, no worries. And do you play D&D? Not really. But Not yet? Yeah. Are you going to start after this? I've never played it, but after this, yeah, I kind of want to, you know? Very cool. Well, thank you guys very much for giving us your thoughts, and uh, we hope you had a wonderful evening. We just We just watched the Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves films. Guys, what did you guys think of that? Oh, it was fun. Yeah, outrageous. Uh, best one of the three. Best one of the three. Yeah, because because like in the last twenty five years, there's been like three major efforts to make a D and D movie, right? Yeah. And this one is by far. I, I don't even think it's like. There's not even like a comparison, right? Like this movie is far and above what the others were. No, it definitely felt like actually a campaign. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right? It did feel like a campaign. So you guys, you, you've you played. You oh, guys, yeah. oh, yeah. How long have you been playing D&D? Over years. 30 years. Over 30 years? 20 years. 20 years? Who's the DM? Everybody's got to take their yeah, turn. Right. It's <laughs> a burden. Okay. Let me, okay. So you, so you guys, you guys are good friends. You guys oh, know each yeah, other a long time. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sir on my right. In real life, what is the gentleman's class? The gentleman on the left, what is his class in oh, real he's life? He's a scoundrel through and through. 
Okay, sir on the left, what is the gentleman on my right's real last class? Fighter. Fighter. <laughs> Heck yes. You can't escape it. No, I can't. You guys are awesome. Thank you so very much. Enjoy the dice from Die Hard. You guys are awesome. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Take care. Braxton, tell us what you thought of it. You just saw Dungeons & Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Yeah. Tell us what you thought. Uh, I think one of the most accurate things that they got was the absolute disrespect that's thrown on a villain after they've been defeated. The absolute mollywop that they all get just by the players. That was probably one of the best ones. And Shenanigans, that was probably one of the top ten movies I've seen with Shenanigans in it. Loved it. It awesome. was awesome every minute. Awesome. And uh, we actually had a dragon. A couple of them in this one. What did you think of the dragons? Um, very like accurate to a lot of the modules that I've played. Like I really liked that when the black dragon flew and it did its breath, it was a line and it was all liquid and not like a gas and whatnot. And then when they did Thunder Child, it was a very fat dragon. Very funny. Yes. Just his little legs wiggling around. Loved excellent, it. excellent. How does this compare to uh, previous Dungeons & Dragons movies? Well, I mean, other than having a way bigger budget, it was a lot better. They took it seriously and actually did a good job. So do you recommend people come see it? I do. I think it's very funny. Even if, you, if you're not into D&D or anything like that, come just because it's funny. Man, weren't all those testimonials great? <laughs> I, they were. I'm just glad, like, there were everyone, like, unanimously across the board yeah. had yeah. largely positive things to say. Yes. Even if they had things that maybe they thought didn't quite measure up or if it was something that kind of stuck out a little bit, didn't change the fact that they enjoyed it. Yeah. And that it was a film that is representative. I think the number one sort of, like, core thread was that this movie represents what a campaign, a good campaign, feels like. Yes. And I think that that is really what this movie accomplishes that no previous uh, D&D media, pro, uh, you know, since the 80s cartoon, uh, e I think it even did it better than the 80s cartoon, the way that they, that they, com that they packaged it. Um, I agree. This film, that is the gift that it gives to D&D fans. Yes. Yeah. And the people that I talked to kind of ran the gamut from people who hadn't played D&D or at least had heard about it to others that are like, oh, this is just like one of my last campaigns, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and unanimously, they all loved this movie. So it's got great mass appeal. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and, and I don't know how well the audio turned out and things like that because we were rushing around pretty quick with phones. So hopefully we were able to get some good clips in there. I'm sure we did. Um, but, you know, if there isn't a super wide variety, understand we talked to dozens of people. Yeah. And yes. every single one of them across the board, just like Matt was saying, was super excited. Not only that the film was good, but they said, you know, I really want to like try this or I, you know, this is what I always pictured in my head. Mm -hmm. One guy had been playing for 25 years, you know, another had literally been playing for six months and his girlfriend was the GM. And nice. it's just a great time to be able to see people who foundationally understand like what fun is. Yeah. Start to say, Oh, that's what this game can be because it absolutely can. So yeah. at yes. the end of the day, definitely go watch it. Yeah, I would definitely say uh, agree with you. It is worth a view, even if it, even if you're not a fan of D and D, it's a fun movie. Yeah, and don't take it too seriously. Oh, Show yeah, up no. with your popcorn, laugh with your friends. It's a good time. Just have fun. Yeah, it, it's definitely not an Oscar drama. You know, and that's um, okay. And that's it doesn't okay. have to be an Oscar film to be a winning film. Yeah, I it you know it may not be you know a, a film that's going to rake in lots and lots of money like a. 
though I, I hope it's it James Cameron <laughs> Avatar. It, it may, but I'm just saying, you know, when you're going, you're not going to be getting like James Cameron's Avatar or Titanic or whatever. Mm. Good, I came to watch something I enjoy. But yes, <laughs> but you are going to get a good movie. You're going to laugh. You're going to have fun. And when everything is said and done, you're going to go, this was worth my money and my time. Yeah. 100% agree. And hopefully this does do well so that it can pave the way for a nice, dark, gritty, dritzed film. Oh, yes. Ooh, even some Dragonlance would, would be fun. I'd be 100% behind that. Now, yes. that's the thought. If this movie does do well, the you know the rule of Hollywood is that if your movies do well, we got to immediately greenlight the sequel. So what are they going to do next? Well, who knows? Who knows? Uh, Tom Hiddleston is drist. You know, I, I, <laughs> I do think we have reached a superhero burnout point. Mm. Um, you know, we're seeing this phase four is not doing well. So maybe this is what steps in for a little while to, to you know, plainly, excite us. Yeah. Plainly, I would love to see them do a sequel, but instead of it being the same party, uh-huh. get a completely different party. Oh, yeah. And play it out. And even like you could start off the film in the end sequence of this one mm-hmm. where like everything's going wrong and they're trying to escape and that sets up the chain of events that leads to the new party's adventure. I think something I like that could well be way fun. Yeah. Like that. that would totally work. Yeah, and that would be, Where that it would continues be the story, but it doesn't necessarily have to follow the same people, mm-hmm. the same setup, because we only saw a limited number of classes. Yeah. And, and, and I hate to kind of keep circling back. No, I don't hate to circle back to this. I'm going to circle back to this. Yes. I hope that this gives impetus to the studios to resurrect, remaster, and re-release the 80s cartoon. Uh, I have it at home if you want I, to watch I don't it. know. You really don't want to mess with perfection. Oh. I'm saying give it to me again. I don't have it. I mean, I have it streamable, <laughs> but I want it like on blue. I want it on 4K. <laughs> I want to see every bad line of animation in that wonderful, in that wonderful show. All right. So we, we've, given our, we've given our thoughts. Not only that, you've heard the thoughts of other people that came out of the theater that we captured for you. Now go out, enjoy this film, and we'll catch you next time. Yeah. And dungeon crawlers, tell your story, whatever may come. And my little nerdlings, let your D&D geek flag fly, so say we all. And whether you are a D&D veteran or a newbie, always remember to be epic. And don't suck. Remember, the force will be with you, always. 